I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. Immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.07, 7 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang not all here tonight. Longoria on vacation, well-deserved for the stoic dude. Mark Dowden, the gray ghost from Oklahoma behind the takeout window, 13-year veteran of the Mark Aram Show. And I also looked it up, and the Hebrew calendar begins with the creation of Adam. Well, I don't buy so that. I just got the extra credit right there. <laughs> well, I don't buy that. That's what it says. Really? Yep. All right. You're early money for star lies. of the show. That's their estimation for when Adam was created by uh, I think Adam's God. a little older than that. I would hope 6, so. 6,000 years. But anyway, all right. I don't want to get... Apparently, they did the math back from when Abraham did his exodus. Okay. Good, good job. Look so, at that. That's what, we, that's what it's like having a producer on staff. Yeah, you should give yourself one. <laughs> Look, low T screen. They call not the producer of the Mark Aram show. Uh, call screener slash co-host slash face of the show. Um, one dude, I just saw on Facebook, one dude um, saw you on the uh, Facebook Live yesterday or whatever. Yeah. With the uh, <laughs> with the Erickson Undecideds or the yeah. focus group or whatever. And he's like, that's not what I pictured Loti to look like. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's a good looking dude. I'm like, I never said he wasn't. I'm dashing. Yeah. That focus group looked awful young. That's good. I like that. Well, it was late at night, too. Yeah, yeah. and dim lighting. You know, it's like a bar. <laughs> the at two the in older the listeners can't come in here until <laughs> two in the morning. Bortz was asleep. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, we were discussing last night's VP debate. Your thoughts on who won? I think, uh, I think poise counts. As the famous debate uh, critic uh, Kramer once said, poise counts. Poise counts! It does. And uh, the poise last night was all on the side of Governor Mike Pence. So regardless of the uh, points that were made by Tim Kaine, Pence won the debate because poise counts. Your thoughts on that? Marco in Lilburn, we need more lemon pledge. Marco, welcome <laughs> to the program. How are you, buddy? Good. How you doing? Excellent. Who won the debate last night? You know, I didn't see it. Uh, I was working, so uh, you're better. You're a little, better man for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm so tired of politics right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad I missed it, but I caught your video at Publix, though. <laughs> oh yeah, I did a uh, I did a uh, Periscope at Publix last night. I wanted to treat yeah. myself to a box of cookies, yeah, so I'm in the cookie aisle, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, let's you know, let's crowdsource this because you know I rarely buy cookies, so I didn't know what to get. So I wound up buying four boxes of cookies. One of them I'm enjoying right now, the uh, Pepperidge Farm Caramel Apple Pie Soft Cookies, which are delicious. Mm-hmm. But I had 900 yeah. people watching me buy cookies in the uh, in the aisle at Publix. It was pretty fun. I didn't know they had uh, Nutter Butter uh, Wafers. Yeah, that's one. Nutter Butter Wafers. They're mine on Saturday. Those are at home. I've got those saved for later. Um, yeah, I love wafers. Yeah. Nutter Butter. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, Marco. I'll, go ahead, buddy. Okay. I'm sorry. 
Hey, I wanted to ask you, um, the listener lunch, is that, uh, what day is that? November 5th? Is that the day we decided? We had to move I it. Think we had to move it. I, I've got it on my calendar, but I don't have my computer in front I of me. I think it's November 5th. I'll, we'll, send oh, out a, okay. we'll send out an yeah. email or something. Children's, <laughs> okay. children's health care will handle that. Yeah, they'll get a hold so of everybody. You're you're in, Marco. You're in. Don't worry about it. I got <laughs> wow. you. If you're under if you're under four, uh, five feet tall, there's no charge. Mission free. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so you're you you just made it. You and Sanjay come in for okay. free. I got big hands though. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Marco. Appreciate. Well, it's buddy. All right. So this is I've been t- I've been talking about this. How uh, what we can what we saw last night from Mike Pence. How we can use that in our everyday life. I think it was very. Um, it I would I would. Show that debate to children and and just use it as if you if you ever get in an argument with someone, do do what Mike Pence is doing here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if you're in a job interview, act like Pence. If you're in an argument, act like Pence. When when in doubt, do what Mike Pence did. Stay calm. Don't get agitated. And change the subject. And it change the subject <laughs> and refuse to answer questions. I, I just think we we could all learn from that. Like if you get in an argument at work with one of your coworkers, mm-hmm. let's say Jimmy's been uh, stealing your fig newtons, um, stealing your egg salad. Yeah, stealing your egg salad, or any what I don't know. That's a bad that's a bad analogy. But if if you stay calm in life, mm-hmm. better things happen than when you lose your cool. I guess is the is the the main crux of my argument here. If uh, if if situation rises and tempers get raised. You will always come out winning if you stay calm, yeah, and and don't escalate the situation. Because Pence could have gone the other way. Sure, he could have started screaming right back at Kane, and then maybe Pence looks like the bad guy there. But no, he he just said he uh, refused to answer questions and and changed the subject and just stayed calm and was, seemed like the 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 bigger and better adult on the stage last night. Yeah, so definitely teach your son. Not the board op, your other son. You know, I just appreciate the fact that we live in a country where this exchange of power can be done without blood. That's, you know, I don't think a lot of people think <laughs> about a, that. That's always a good thing. There's no yeah, weapons yeah. involved. There's no coup d'etat. There's yeah. nothing like that. It's Although just, I would go for a good duel. I would, too. Give them razors, man. You Let's know. see this Razors? You guys are brutal. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now... It's time for Blessed or Not Blessed with the Lonely Tailgater. He is the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. He is the Lonely Tailgater. He joins us every Wednesday in the Mark Aram Show. How you doing, buddy? Mark, this isn't the Lonely Tailgater. It's the ghost of Larry Munson. Wow. Every Tennessee fan in heaven is kicking me in my rear end with their hobnail boots. Too soon, Mark. dude. Too soon. Come on. What are you doing to me? What? You, come on. It's you still... know, I know you're a carpetbagger, and you have to kowtow to Georgia fans because you work at WSB. I think it's in your contract. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I, there's no kowtow. Here's the deal, Lonely Tailgater. I grew up in Connecticut, so college football was not a thing. You know what I'm saying? Still not a thing. Exactly. So <laughs> I didn't have any allegiance to any college football team growing up you know i kind of root for syracuse i guess but that was the same way yeah there's there's nothing there so when i came down south and i went to my first georgia football game i was like wow this is cool that this will be my team now and thankfully i'm not a lifelong bulldog fan because i would have i would have killed myself long ago because i'm i'm a newcomer to this thing and it drives me up a wall 
the the only positive to Saturday's game, I was at the Harris Cherokee uh, Harris Murphy Casino, and I lost about three mortgage payments at the blackjack table. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. yeah, I was. It was not blessed. Um, and I'm watching the game, and the fact that the Bulldogs lost actually helped me forget my financial losings. I was I was annoyed about that more than I was annoyed about losing three mortgage payments. So, in in a weird way, that that Georgia loss helped me through a tough night. <laughs> you know, I wasn't thinking about my money. I was thinking about the dogs losing that game. Hey, Georgia was there for you when you needed the most, especially their pitiful pass defense at the end of key games. Well, what are you going to do? Brother. What are you going to do? You know, and that short kickoff. Yeah. Let's let's why 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 are you bringing this up? All right. I thought it was a great game. <laughs> I went uh, I went cookie shopping yesterday at um, Publix and I did a Periscope on it. Uh, we're gonna do blessed or not blessed cookie types. You ready? There you go. All right, there here we go. go. Blessed or not blessed cookie types. Milano's blessed or not blessed. Milano's they're kind of the shortbread. They got that chocolate thing on the inside. Pepperidge Farm Milano's. You know them. Very blessed. That's a top shelf cookie, right there. <laughs> a top shelf cookie. Chuck says no. You don't like the Milano's? Oh, no, I don't like those at all. I think they're good. They're just expensive. That's why I don't like them. Yeah, like the Pepper's Farm. So I bought this box, uh, a bag of caramel apple pie. Only eight point six ounces of cookie in this bag. They're very expensive. They're top shelf. They are. T- well, see, I, I don't. I don't get enough from the cookie yeah. because it's overpriced. Yeah, it's understood. not really. You know, not a lot of bang for your buck. Right. I, right. I just give me a regular Oreo. I'll All be right. fine. Double stuffed Oreos, blessed or not blessed. The entire Oreos family, whether it's regular, <laughs> double stuffed, any kind of flavor, is the most overrated cookie. Ever. Whoa! It's an extremely overrated cookie. I didn't think you're going that way. The cookie itself, not that good. The cream filling, even worse. The most overrated cookie ever, not blessed. Wow. That's taking us. You're you're going full uh, tailgater on us tonight. The yes, Oreo sir. is the classic American cookie. It's it's and it's an iconic brand. It's a it's wow. I'm I'm baffled. I'm stunned. I did get uh, one type. There's a million types of Oreos now. They've they've gone a little filthy. nuts. Red velvet is yeah. filthy. I got. I wanted to try peanut butter Oreos. Ooh. No, yeah. I don't know how. It I don't know. I haven't good. opened them yet. Oh, I don't I'll know. bring it them tomorrow. Sound good at all? Uh, no, thank you. No. Really? No. All right. No, no, no. Uh, let's stick with the peanut butter. <laughs> Nutter butters, blessed or not blessed? As bad as Oreos are, mm-hmm. Nutter butters are that good. Really? That's a solid cookie. Not as top shelf as Milano. That's a solid cookie. <laughs> you get a lot of. You get a lot of peanut bang for your buck there. All right. Very you ready? Good. Blessed or yeah. not blessed? Listen carefully. Uh-huh. Chewy Chips Ahoy. Not the regular. Chewy Chips Ahoy. Oh, blessed or not blessed. Boy, all right. Okay. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> I like a chewier cookie. I don't like that crunchy cookie. Yeah. But there's something off-putting about the Chewy Chips Ahoy. Do you know what I mean? I, th- no. I think that when, when you buy a chewy cookie in the... A supermarket, it's just not fully cooked. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not warm and fresh out of the oven. It's formed I mean, dough. Yeah. If it, if it were warm and fresh out of the oven, you expect it to be kind of chewy. Oh, bit. yeah. But when it's been sitting on the store shelf for God you knows know how what long. It feels like, I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like watching a Georgia team <laughs> on a long bomb with about 10 seconds left. And then... Lo and behold, their defense. All right, all right, all right. yeah, we got it, we got it. So, so <laughs> chewy chips ahoy, blessed or not blessed? Not blessed. All right, um, uh, good old fashioned Nilla wafers, blessed or not blessed? 
wow. Okay. <laughs> I like a lot of fixings okay. in my cookie. Yeah. I like some kind of filling. Yeah. Now, normally, I, I don't like a plain cookie, but for whatever reason, I, I have a little nostalgic flavor going on for vanilla wafers, yeah. so I'm going to go blessed based on childhood nostalgia. Yeah, I, I agree. I like vanilla wafers. Just the texture is awesome. Yeah. They're like right. a utility cookie because you could do a lot with them. <laughs> put them in pudding. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're like the... They're like a Jose trucker. Akendo of cookies. Yeah. You can just put them anywhere. Um, pecan Sandies, blessed or not blessed? Wow. Man. <laughs> That's a Keebler cookie, right? I have no idea. Made really by I elves. It's a Keebler cookie. I remember it, it there's 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 little peanut chunks or something in there, little nut chunks They're in called there. Pecans. Pecan chunks. That hence the uh, name well, pecan yeah, sandy. You know, pecan sandy. Whatever. <laughs> come on. Um, uh, I you know what? If I'm not if I can't detect what kind of nut that is in there and the pieces are minuscule, then it's not black. Right? I don't know, just look at the name on the package, pecan sandies. They're not walnuts, you know what? dude. If you're gonna call something pecan and I'm not getting a lot of pecan flavor, then I'm peed off. All right, fair enough. Final one. Cookies, blessed or not blessed. You ready? Yeah. You sitting down for this one? Yep. Malamars, blessed or not blessed? Not blessed. Whoa, really? Not blessed. That's like the official cookie of uh, Alabama. How can you say Malamar? It's an ordeal to eat those things, man. It's a graham cracker bottom, and then marshmallow on top, and then it's all wrapped in chocolate. It's a s'more. It's basically an uncooked s'more. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I'd like And they've that. been around forever. Yeah. You're saying not blessed the, on the Malamars. marshmallow, man. Uh. Not blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for the official verdict. All right, he is the world's foremost expert on what is blessed and what is not blessed. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and follow him on Twitter, at Lonely Tailgater, because I cannot retweet half the stuff he tweets out. Have a blessed night, my friend. Pat, die forever. Goodbye. Johnny Kilbasa is uh, rolling in his underoos right now after that. All right, we're going to come back. More of your calls on the VP debate. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Malomar of talk shows. The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show. Brought to you by Low T Nation. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Tailgater calling, causing a Twitter controversy, declaring that Oreos are the most overrated cookie of all time. That's he's, on, he's on Twitter right he, now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know those Going were actually uh, a ripoff? Hydrox was the original. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrox? Better, yeah. Hydrox. Wait, that was the name of the cookie? It, yeah. They're still around. Hydrox. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, I know. It sounds like But the Oreo stayed calm, cool, and collected. They had poise. <laughs> Hydrox know. went full Tim Kane and lost the market share. <laughs> Noah's in Conyers. How you doing, big boy? Preach. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Uh, just glad you're back on the air and I ain't going to listen to Von Hessler. Hey, hey, easy now. <laughs> and um, I want to know what rocket scientists figured out. Let's do road construction and have all the evacuees from Matthew on 75 North at the same time. Is it, is it jammed up? Oh, yeah. Where they got two lane spots from Morrow. Uh, well, Jonesboro Road right there, 54, all the way up to right before um, the 75, uh, 285 merch and all that. Oh, yeah, I see so, it now, yeah. the construction there. Look at you making me do traffic during my talk show. How dare you? <laughs> 75 North is jammed up through Morrow. You can take 675 as your alternate. Boom, look at that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, no, yeah, I listened to it on 95.5 uh, on the station last night, 
and it sounded like uh, he was just that little yappy little chihuahua every time uh, our fence said something he had to just go after it and yeah and I don't I'm not a Democrat I'm a Republican and I wish it had been Cruz and uh, Pence instead of you know? Yeah, I, I honestly, I really think, and and listen, Mike Pence wasn't even running for uh, for president, but just after last night, I think he'd be up over Hillary by five percent right now, five points. He's definitely running next time, though. That that was his coming out party last night. Coming back with more of your calls, Brian Monahan from Florida. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a... Kangaroo packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the stuff, and him. Tell me about that master plan. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show. 1136, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12. Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. You guys want to play 20 questions at the end of the show to determine my guest on Friday? Sure. So basically, we'll play twenty questions, and you guys try to guess who's who's the, on the show on Friday. I, I wonder if Dowden's better. Uh, Dowden's got to be better in Longoria. <laughs> the worst so answer. We'll, we'll do that in just a second. Uh, quick, uh, Manville Johnson sends me a message uh, on Facebook. He says hi to you, Low T. Uh, he says he's been working uh, twelve hour days, but he he uh, can't call, but he listens when he can. So we miss you, Manville Johnson. All right, uh, back to the phones, talking about the VP debate. Don's in Atlanta. Don, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mark. Um, I think uh, Pence won it all the way, man. I, I like the I like when he said turned to turned to Tim Kaine said, "Oh, struck a nerve, huh?" And and he and he we uh, I've seen him twitch a lot, Tim Kaine. I think he drank a lot of coffee before he came on. I, I just think he was Tim Kaine was asked to play a role that he is not familiar with. By all accounts, Tim Kaine's a nice dude. Um, he's well-respected on both sides of the aisle. And I think the uh, the Clinton camp was like, you need to be our attack dog. And that's just not a role he's suited for. And it, it, it showed last night. Um, it, it He lost the debate. He was annoying and he interrupted and it was uh it was just it was not blessed as the lonely tailgater would say hurricane matthew is barreling down the east coast of the united states joining us live from Cocoa beach florida from channel 2 action news severe weather team our buddy and yours meteorologist brian monahan what's going on bry uh you know just a little storm down here no big deal what's the what's the latest on this thing there's like a million different tracks this thing could take i'll tell you what the bottom line is this uh in terms of a million different tracks, sure, there's a, there's a little window here and there. You know what? A little wobble east or west would have some pretty big impact on Florida. I'm down in Cocoa Beach right now, kind of uh, around Cape Canaveral, Cocoa Beach area, the part of Florida that kind of juts out into the ocean a little bit. Um, most of the models, though, bringing this in either right up the coast, right along the coast, just inland or just offshore, it's becoming increasingly certain at this point in this part of Florida that, that, that I used this word on TV just a few minutes ago. Uh, this is, in many ways, and uh, having worked down here, forecasted down here for about seven years, and looking back in the record books and, and the storms all time, 
in many ways, this is a worst-case scenario, unprecedented threat uh, to the east coast of Florida, northeast Florida. And you know what, Mark? This is even going to get close to the coast of Georgia. We're talking about the potential for hurricane-force winds even along the coast of Georgia. Now, not north Georgia, but along our coast, say Brunswick, Tybee Island, mm-hmm. up towards Savannah, they're going to have some big issues too. And and Tybee Island, if anyone's been there, it's it's I've been flooded out on Tybee Island when uh, the blue moon or the new moon came in, and right. the tides rose. That the road to Tybee Island was flooded. And I was stuck there, so it's very fragile uh, there on the Georgia coast. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have some. I mean, regardless, and, and at this point, it looks like the storm will stay offshore of Georgia's coast. But they're going to have a long period with the wind just kind of blowing the water in off the ocean toward the land. So there's definitely going to be some flooding issues there along the Georgia coast. But the big issue, big concern here right now, at least uh, in terms of the short term here, by this time tomorrow night, uh, where I am in Florida right now, things are really starting to ramp up. And by Friday morning, uh, we're dealing with, at this point, what looks to be a Category 4 hurricane. Wow. that into perspective, we're talking about the potential for sustain, not gust, sustain 125, 130 mile-per-hour wind. That's enough to do... Um, uh, really just catastrophic damage. And that's not a word. I heard Glenn Burns use that word as well on uh, the night beat here just at, just at 11 o'clock. And you know, Glenn, that's not a word Glenn mm-hmm. uses very easily. Channel 2 Action News meteorologist Brian Monahan joining us from Cocoa Beach, Florida, following Hurricane Matthew. The folks, uh, have they already evacuated there? What's, what's, what's going on in Florida right now? Uh, evacuations here started at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Shelters opened at 4 now, one thing I'll say, they call them mandatory evacuations. Now, having actually lived down here, a lot of people ask the mandatory evacuations mean they shut down the roads, they shut down the bridges. No. What the mandatory evacuation kind of means for folks here um, is, look, we're telling you to get out if we get to a point where it's unsafe for first responders, so police, fire, uh, EMS, ambulance squads, to be on the roads. Folks, you're on your own. We told you to leave. That's kind of the, the why they use that wording. Interesting. We're, we're we're not going to put our people so, in jeopardy. So you and you and Matt you and Matt Seraf and the uh, the photographer drove down there, right? That's right. We got here uh, what about a, about an hour or so. Ago. Where, so where are you guys staying? Are you you in a hotel? Or, I mean, are you worried about <laughs> having a place to stay? We're actually about to try to pick up a hotel right here on Cocoa Beach, which shouldn't be a problem because Mark, what a lot of people end up doing is they have friends inland. They uh, have hotel rooms inland. In fact, I was just uh, just saw something on Twitter uh, in the Fort Myers area. So we're talking about southwest coast of Florida, folks talking about they can't find a hotel room anywhere. So all these people from the east coast moved to the other side of the state, moved inland, and it's virtually impossible to find hotel rooms as you head up, say, toward Orlando, yeah. Tampa. No, no one's going to Cocoa yeah. Beach to get a hotel, but you and Matt right now, basically. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to be pretty much we're going to be pretty much by ourselves here. One thing I mentioned on TV that's worth mentioning: uh, how serious this situation is here. Uh, Indian Harbor Beach, which is a little south of where we are, um, on their Facebook page, the police department put out: "Have a plan. Be safe. Property can be replaced. Your life can." Yeah. Uh, People are people. I've never seen this stretch of road we're driving on, which is A1A, which kind of runs up and down the Florida coast. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it as quiet. And granted, it's a Wednesday night, but we're seeing one yeah. car every several minutes. Did it, you did it, you pack like a, a a box a survival box? I mean, food and water and all that stuff going down there. I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what I did before I left before I left Atlanta? Hit the Publix. You yeah. got to get the water. You got to get those things that you can't plan on having. Other uh, be power outages. I'll tell you what. I have some friends in the Orlando area, so that's, what, 50, 60 miles away from where we are right now. And they're going to get hit pretty good mm-hmm. taking pictures of the Publix, the Kroger, things like that. 
and the shelves are just yeah. empty. There is nothing. Well, that, I'm, I'm, that, that was a smart move. I, I would have been upset if you hadn't brought down uh, you know, supplies with you. But you're an expert. That that's why we pay you the big bucks. That's why we send you down into the uh, into the eye of the storm. I guess the good news is, as far as uh, Matt's concerned, low center of gravity, so he'll be he'll be able to uh, you know get the shot nice and steady for you. Yeah, I, you know I've got that higher center of gravity. I got a little <laughs> bit more to worry about there. A little bit more to worry about in that win. By the way, one thing I want to mention to your listeners, you know how 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 how. Uh, concerned Channel 2 viewers are, WSB radio viewers are about how we're, we're doing. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, you guys, we want you to be safe. Uh, believe me, folks, we're not going to take any risks here that are going to put us in any kind of danger. Look, if, if, it, if everything holds the way it is, 1130 tomorrow night, we're getting out of Dodge. This Good. is not the place to be yeah. on Friday morning, Friday afternoon. Sure. So we appreciate the concern, but but please rest assured, we're, we're, we're looking after ourselves and our, and our uh our folks back there in Atlanta are looking out for us. Too. Are you, are you going to do a quick turnaround? Will we see you on the uh, Channel 2 Action News this morning? Not tomorrow morning. You'll okay. see me Friday morning. All right. So I'll you get to sleep in. That's right. All right. Very cool. Uh, Brian Monahan live in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Follow him on Twitter for all the updates at B Monahan WSB at B Monahan WSB. Uh, thanks for, for going down there and uh, for joining us, giving us a little perspective of what's going on, brother. Mark, and maybe we can do this tomorrow night with an update here as this gets a little bit uh, more uh, serious, I guess. Yeah, let's let's, <clears throat> let's plan on it. Same time tomorrow night. All right, Mark, you have a good night. All right, you too. Brian Monahan, okay. Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist. I'm kind of envious. Yeah. I would like to be... Part of me wants to be a, like one of those storm... Not storm chasers, but... Um, Meteorologist. Yeah, well, I don't want to go to school and all that stuff. But yeah, the math. Work. But just be, you know, being down there when you know the shots of the guys standing on the, on the boardwalk and they're blowing around like that. Yeah, being around, be, being involved in certain live events, I yeah. think would be this. This one would be obviously, you know, it could be dangerous. You got to be careful. Yeah. But I think it would be fun. This is, I mean, this is legit. Cat four oh, making yeah. land. That's legit. So yeah. we'll monitor this. Kirk Mellish, of course, will has the very latest. Tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Follow him on Twitter as well, at MellishMeterWSB. All right, real quick, let's finish up on VP calls. Kathy's in Marietta. Kathy, welcome to the program. Hey. Hey, Kath. Uh, I wanted to give a woman's perspective. Okay. Um, I have to admit, I was listening on the radio, mm-hmm. and um, you actually hear a little more on the radio. Agreed. And... Um, I really was surprised at um, Mr. Kane. I was like, I just thought he was a jerk. I hate to say that, but he, he just—it was. I know. I wouldn't say he was a jerk. It was rude. It seemed it rude. Just, well, I just—it it just he came across like that was my first impression of him. And if people don't, um, you know, think, people say a lot of things about Mr. Trump, and I, I understand. But there's something here to this. Mr. Trump at least had the wisdom to pick Mr. Pence. Which is says miles of wisdom. But the the, the, the I agree. But the funny thing is, that I don't, we don't. I don't think that Pence was uh, Donald Trump's first choice. I think his camp was like, you need to you need to pick this guy. So I give credit to the the Trump camp. Here's the the one of the greatest observations last night, Chuck. Of the whole debate was Erickson tweeted out, "It's so because if if you watch any of the cable news, you, you watch Fox News, you watch CNN." All his surrogates always refer to him as Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, just as that last caller did. And it was so nice to hear Mike Pence not call him Mr. Trump. Yes, call him Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, that was, 
that was very pleasing to the ears. Yes, it was. I've had enough of the Mr. Trump deal. Yes. That, that was... I think most people... Erickson tweeted that out. I was dying <laughs> laughing. I was like, that's so good. Uh, Clarence is in Decatur. Clarence, welcome to the show. Yes, how you doing, Mark? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I would say... Uh, I remember hearing uh, Pence on uh, Herman Cain's show, and he said, first of all, he's a Christian before he's a politician. And it made me think about him using a proverb out of the Bible that says, a soft answer turns away wrath. So the way he was responding to uh, his opponent, it's like, okay, I'm just going to take it easy, listen to what you got to say. Because really, they would not have given him enough time to respond. Well, he, so I mean, like he that. got time, except when he was getting uh, interrupted. But he, he, it, it, he was just poised, man. It was poise. Grace, even. Poise counts. You can't just have a little grace. You either have grace or you do not have grace. I just picture Kramer giving Pence that speech. <laughs> Poise counts, Pence. Uh, Barry's incoming. Barry, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? What's going on, uh, buddy? Hillary's vice president came across as a twerp. P-W-E-R-P. Ooh, that's a word I haven't heard in a while. Well, that, that's the word. Some, I, I saw on a website. They uh, said, "What's your first thought about about the vice president, uh, Hillary's vice president?" And that word just popped up twerp. in my mind. I love that word. That's a fun word to say yeah. too. Twerp. Well, ask, ask your audience if, if they know anything about that, and you'll you'll probably get some some response about the word twerp. T W E R P. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I call my kid yeah. a twerp all the time. Do you really? Oh yeah. All right, Barry. Thank you for the. Uh vocabulary lesson. Alright, we're going to come back. We're going to play 20 questions. You guys try to guess uh, who's on the show on Friday. It'll be fun. Uh, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Tomorrow, huge show. We'll get Monahan back live on Hurricane Matthew. Lonely Tailgater uh, was tonight. Little Sanjay tomorrow. Johnny Kilbasa tomorrow. Huge show tomorrow, but we're talking about Friday's show. 20 questions. Play along in your car. We'll see if you can guess who is the guest, the main guest on Friday. You ready? Chuck, question number one goes to you, as always, my friend. Uh, is it male? Yes. All right. Question two to Dowden. Television show. He's been on TV, but he's not an actor. Okay. Question three. Uh, is he a musician? No. Question four. News anchor. No. Question five. Is he a comic? No. Question six. Wow. Not an actor, not a musician. Is it a movie star? No. Question seven. Is he a politician? No. Question eight. What? Oh, my Lord. Uh, an accountant. <laughs> not an accountant. He probably employs one. Is he? Is he do something sports related? Yes, he is an athlete. Question okay. ten. Baseball. Yes. Question eleven. Ooh, okay. Um, is it somebody from the Braves? No. Question Damn twelve. It. Local sports. No. Question thirteen. Male athlete. No connection to Atlanta whatsoever. We said baseball? Yep. Okay, baseball. Wow. Um, Get the music going again. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of abruptly stopped. Um, Oh, gosh. Okay. 
tough. Is, 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 he, is, he, is he current player? No, retired. Okay. Question 14. Mm, Derek Jeter. <laughs> no, question 15. <laughs> I would that I would have led that the show off cool. with that. Is, is is he retired? Yes, question okay. 16. Uh, Hank Aaron. <laughs> no connection to Atlanta. <laughs> okay. So that that question doesn't count. Ask me another question. Um oh, uh, you know, I don't know. All right, question 16 I, to you, Chuck. Is he a sportscaster now? No, question okay. 17. So retired baseball, no connection to Atlanta. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Johnny Bench. Got it! Nice! Yes. Holy cow! <laughs> From field. way downtown. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those, those random guesses never work. Oh, that, that, nice job. Johnny freaking Bench will be on the Mark Aram Show wow, on Friday. That's a, that's a, that's a yes. nice guest, man. That's cool. No one in the I interviewed him this morning. No one in the newsroom under 30 knew who he was. Really? Lauren Johnson's like, who? Bertha's like, what? That's embarrassing. He's the I said he's the guy that has the blue emu commercials now. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Hall of Famer Johnny Bench will uh, join us Friday on the Mark Aram Show. I'm, I, I was very uh, hyped. I grew up with Johnny Bench. Greatest catcher of all time. Just a uh, good dude. That's fantastic. Yeah, good interview. And I had Pete Spriggs, our boss, who grew up as a Reds fan. Huge. Oh, yeah. Huge Red. He came in and did the interview with me. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, I was kissing up to the boss there. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, we need it. So Johnny Bench, good job, Dowden. Yeah, Thank that you. was excellent. Yeah, I, I was like, "There's no way you were already 16 questions." I know. In. I was I was racking my brain trying to figure out who it could. Possibly Nobody be. likes to play Trivial Pursuit with me. Yeah, because you just sneak up on. Hey, him, you, right? Listen, I'd much rather play with you than Longoria. You should yeah. hear the questions he asked. You were better than uh, Longoria on 20 questions. <laughs> Let's do star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? He figured out uh, why the Jewish calendar started 5,777 years ago. I don't buy it, but that's uh, he did show research. He got Johnny Bench. He filled in admirably for the uh, for Longoria. Mark Dowden, the great ghost of Oklahoma, is the Mark Aram Show star of the show. All right, again, tomorrow, monster show. Johnny Kibasa is going to do a fast food review and have a football minute. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Brian Monahan. Live from Florida and maybe Veronica Waters on the Ross Harris trial. So uh, do not miss tomorrow night's show. We'll continue the conversation right now on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.